Welcome to today's episode of Overhead in the Pantry. While you're listening, we're currently at VidCon, but that doesn't mean that the pantry stops. Today, we are talking to musician Annie Delgato, and she is going to tell us all about her new single, Galaxy. And we are so excited for you to meet Annie. We really enjoyed our conversation with her, and I'll go ahead and tell you guys, Galaxy's a bop. I've heard it. Galaxy is a bop. So if you are ready to get into these snacks, crack open the pantry door, and let's get into it. La, 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 la. It is you and me in the pantry. We got treats. For you to eat. Come on. Um. So while you're listening to this, we're at VidCon. <laughs> while you're listening to this... We're hungover in the bed. Well, they probably are not. I am, for sure. No. I'm the one that's... I feel like I'm the one that takes forever to get up. I most. probably am, too, but I'm pushing through. Yeah, see, like, you... Like, here's how it works, y'all. Felicia is the pusher-thrower. I am barely trucking along. I'm, like, the sputtering engine. I'm, like, when you run out in the middle of winter and try to start your car mm. and try to pull out without warming this bitch up, I'm definitely her. And then Ricky is, like, superhuman. Yeah, he, Ricky is, like, up at the gym. He's, like, um, for those of y'all, y'all, y'all might have to YouTube this reference. WWE, bitch, when you knock down the Undertaker, Felicia, Undertaker don't even, he just sits straight the fuck up. He mm-hmm. just don't even, he don't, ro- you know how you roll over to get up? You might roll <laughs> over on your knees. Undertaker just sits straight the fuck up from the bed. That's what I feel like Ricky be like. It just yeah. be like, Choo! he just get up and then he's off to the gym bitch yeah like, girl not me i'm a usually broken down whenever doll. he wakes up to go to the gym i'm like okay i need to get up now and go ahead and get in the shower and get out of the way of everyone and i say perfect that's another 30 minute nap <laughs> i said perfect i'm not even awake yet i know i go ahead and get ready we're all ready to go and courtney's not out of the bed <laughs> i'm like just waking up my eighth alarm has just gone off Lord. Well, I love our VidCon prediction. At least we know where we'll be. Yeah. If you're the stage not, will be. Who knows what who knows what has happened? <laughs> who knows who we would have met, honestly. Who knows? Who knows? Here's, here's Y'all are gonna want. know because you're following us on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> and listen, I'm gonna tell you right now, I hope this is this goes out on Friday. We done been there like two days. We're on day three. Mm-hmm. I hope that we have at least gotten like one gag worthy oh my god i can't believe yeah they met so and so i feel like there's always that like oh my god courtney i can't believe you met mm-hmm. blah 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 or i can't believe you got a picture with blah 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 mm-hmm. and i'm like girl well i might not have even remembered how i got the picture but girl i opened up this camera roll and there she was got the picture so, there the picture with um me and tana from playlist last year that, Orlando. yes Yes, that was a good one. Yeah. We we did that. I this don't have year. a picture with Tana. No? Mm-mm. You're going to get one. I've met her many of times. <laughs> I want a new one. The first time I met her, I, like, introduced myself to her. I was not with you. It was a scary time. Whoa. Yeah, Wait, it, was, where... it was Playlist DC. It was one you didn't go to. Oh. And I was with Sanders. I don't know if you guys know Sanders. He does like Sanders Kennedy. Yeah, he does like he was. I would say he was one of the first like drama channels. He was like one of the first drama channels. I feel like that became 
well known to us for sure. Yeah. Because they've like, been around Felicia, but it just became, like, a popular thing within the past couple of years. Because he was doing, like, the beauty guru stuff, like, drama on mm-hmm. them. But I was with him, and Tana knew him. And so she, like, said, hey. And then I, like, introduced myself and told her I liked her. And look, now she turned in 21. Yeah, she was very sweet. She gave me a hug. All that. You know what, you guys? For those of y'all that haven't met Tana Monjo, I will say this. Hopefully she hasn't, like spit on us by this point <laughs> i'm about to say something fucking nice hopefully she remembered my i know <laughs> that's with james um, charles <laughs> oh god fucking hell please don't make me look stupid tana but um <laughs> i'm gonna go ahead on record oh my god didn't james make me look like a dumbass bitch both of he us he surely did both of us girl egg on my fucking face i had to go back to holly scoop looking like a dumb bitch when that scandal <laughs> broke. we zipped them clown suits up bitch popped them noses on oh my god squeak, but squeak. anyway you guys, I will say this. Every single time I have been in Tano's company, both at events and both not at events, girl, New Year's, she's very nice. She she's, is. She's bubbly. She's fun. It, she's a good time, and she's not rude. Mm-hmm. I don't think... I've never been in a situation where, like, I've been in her company and she's been, like, rude, or I've seen her be rude to someone else. I'd be seeing her get the fuck out of a situation, and she got to go. Mm-hmm. But I've never seen her blatantly be rude. I like yeah. her. I feel like she gets a bad rap sometimes. Yeah, because everybody's always, like, surprised whenever I tell them she's not really nice in person. Yeah, why do people think she's bitchy? I don't know. I mean, but she is. She's always so sweet. Like, anytime, like, she doesn't know who I am. <laughs> I'll just say that. She she doesn't know who I am. But anytime, like, we see her anywhere, she hugs. Hey, how are you? Mm-hmm. She acts like she does, but I know she doesn't. <laughs> just like trevor trevor's always so fucking nice he's always like hey trevor is trevor makes you feel like sometimes i feel like or i felt like damn trevor's not gonna remember who i am and trevor comes right the fuck up to me and hugs me and says my fucking name he comes this out y'all this is how trevor uh greets he comes up. First of all, if y'all y'all should know, Trevor Moran is very tall. I was literally <laughs> thinking that. I was like, tall as fucking hell. He towers over my little tiny shrimp black Especially ass. when he's got heels on. Yes. He comes over. He goes, hi, baby. And he gives you the kiss on the cheek and the yep. hug. <laughs> that was, yes. That's literally what I was going to say. Hugs, kiss on the cheek. Hi, baby. How are and you? I, and I, I live for Trevor Moran. He's so sweet. Girl, how did we just wind up getting up on the podcast talking about some goddamn YouTubers. I don't know. This is, you know, just a teaser for next week because Lord knows when we get back from VidCon, we're going to have a lot to say. We're going to have a lot of snacks on the show. That snacks week. on snacks. I'm the girl. I am not ready. Me either. Well, Felicia, I have a question. Mm-hmm. What you listening to lately? What am I listening to lately? Um, I actually have... A Spotify playlist <laughs> of, of, like, my summer songs that I'm listening to right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a lot of Lizzo on it, as we uh. know. Um, let's see. What are some things? I have Why Don't We Unbelievable. Really like that. Sean Mendez and okay. Camila's Senorita. 
Oh, you know what song I love right now is Summer Hmm. Days, and it's got Patrick from Fall Out Boy in it. I haven't heard that. Oh, it's so fucking good. It's, um, it's like a, I don't know, it's really, like, summery. (laughs) I need to hear her. Yeah. So good. And I like, um, Bryce Vine's new song, La La Land. Who's Bryce Vine? Is he a country star? No, he's not. He Taylor had um a song of his. I bet you know it. Um, it was on one of her, her playlists. Playlist? It's called Drew Barrymore. I might have seen it. That sounds kind of familiar. It's like you're the next Drew Barry, and I won't. Oh, I've heard it. Yeah, so he's got a new song out called La La Land, and it's really good. Okay. I love it when you call me senorita. Listen, I want to know why Camila broke up with her man right after that music video came out. I mean, I think I know why, bitch. I want a friend like Shawn Mendes. I said, well, uh, girl, really? She said, we're just friends, but bitch, I know the way you taste or something. Yeah, right? I said, well, you know how you taste? Girl, what you tasting on? And then all those um, photos came out of them in that magazine. I was like, this is a couple. Like, if, if I don't know. I'm like, I want a friend like that if they're just Shamila. friends. I'm here for it. That's what we'll be calling them in Holly Scoop. Shamila. I'm I'm be here. I would be here for Shamila. Can I like get some more music? Low-key. I, like, ship them. You know, like, I think they fit well together. They look good together. They're both hot. I agree, and I don't want Shawn Mendes with Selena Gomez. No. Girl, the Holly Scoopers will tell you, Shawn Mendes better be with some Selena Gomez. Really? So they're off Nile. They're off Nile because the first time we said it, then they sent someone out to say that it wasn't true. But, but like, they just threw us off the trail because now they're hanging out again. So, like, you know what I mean? It's like, they were like, well, fake news. So now we are fucking Shawn and Selena forever. Mm. And I'm like, okay. That's weird. I've never even seen them, like, interact. Girl. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. you know what? Listen to Sean's album. Listen to the song, Why? And t- I need someone to tell me how that's not about Camila. You know what song I need everybody to listen to? What? Panini. That is, I listened to it for the first time today. Listen, I danced in my mirror for 20 minutes how many fucking times did i play that goddamn song that song's like only fucking two minutes long mm-hmm. i Perfect played for streaming sh- i played the shit out of panini on repeat i just pressed the fucking button and just let her play back to fucking back to back to back to back to back to back to back the second i got home from work that is a fucking hit it is it's really good holy shit i fucking love that song also, fucking um, Chloe and Hallie. I don't know if you listen to any of their music. No. Bitch, thinking about me, girl. Chloe and Hallie. The girl, um, Hallie, is Ariel in The Little Mermaid. Oh, I saw some videos of her singing. Girl, they can sing their ass off. Yes. They are, like, incredibly soulful singers. Like, insane. Um, and then, of course... You know, some Megan Thee Stallion, mm-hmm. you know, for the, for the ass clappers, mm-hmm. uh, you know, on a roll, a hit. Like, Have eh. you watched the episode? I watched the episode, but to be 100% honest, I don't remember how it ends because I think I fell asleep. I want to be honest and say something controversial. I didn't what? like it. 
Why? What was the matter with it? I didn't like this season of Black Mirror at all. I thought, I saw something on Twitter, and this is perfectly describes it for me. It's like a that episode that Miley was in of Black Mirror. It felt like a, a, a like edgy Disney Channel movie. Mm. It didn't feel like Black Mirror to me. Do you think Miley took you out of the suspension of no. disbelief? No, because the whole season for me was not great. I liked Smithereens. I, I don't know if you saw that. I didn't see the other two. I only watched 70% of Miley, but the, everyone keeps saying I need to see Vipers, Dueling Vipers, or whatever it is. Dueling the Snakes, whatever. I didn't... I didn't again, it was, it was more like... Uh, that one was more like virtual reality, like, you know, more Black Mirror-ish than uh-huh. the others. If I had to rate them, I would rate it Smithereens. That one was really good. Our friends didn't like it because of the way it ended. But okay. but I liked it because of the way it ended. Okay. I'll watch it with you. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm excited. I want to I see them. That one was my favorite. And then the Vipers and then Ashley O. Listen, I don't know what it is, but Miley Cyrus can keep it. But when she put on a wig, she always put out hits. I really like Mother's Daughter. Mother's Daughter is the best song off the EP. I agree. But I wasn't the biggest fan of the video. Like, I understand it, I guess. But it just wasn't for me. It wasn't for me either. It was like, I get it. It felt very try hard. Is it weird to say so that I felt? Is it weird to say that I felt like bangers felt more natural to Miley than whatever the fuck it is she's doing now? I don't think so because I I listen. I don't want to get. I'm not trying to get drug, and I'm not trying to sound like a think piece on Twitter. Oh, I I don't give a fuck. But like, girl. it does feel very try hard. It feels like look at me, and now I'm friends with Lil Nas X. Fuck you. For me personally, it feels like fuck you, Nicki Minaj, and like now look at me. Now I'm magically friends with Cardi. Fuck you, and look at like you know it just feels like it's all like the ugh. like she's like look yeah yeah she basically exactly what you said like I look feel at like me shut, yeah I feel like shut up I feel like if she just did it and just did it just right. li- like Alanis Morissette didn't have to like try. It to just, like be controversial she was like i'm sucking dick in a movie theater exactly and that was controversial and that was just it exactly Miley's like look at my razor pussy in this latex and ah. right it just i don't know if this was like twitter that wrote this but somebody i i saw something on twitter when the video came out like something you know promoting it and it was like everybody suspected that she was going to have all these like famous guests in it and she didn't she had like people like showing how different everybody is and that just kind of felt disabled First of all, Felicia, this, the disabled kid in the fucking wheelchair is a fucking dickhead. I have seen him tweet horrible things. I thought that too, but I didn't look Nicki into Minaj. it. He's that's bullshit that he has a platform because when he was a smaller account, all he did was say mean and hurtful things to people. Okay, I'm glad you confirmed kid. that because I was yeah. thinking that too. Fuck off! But Fuck I hadn't off. confirmed. That's a perfect example of like stop making stupid people famous. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Annoying. Whatever. But I don't know. I just didn't like the way that was. It's like, look, she didn't have famous people. She had people 
that have disabilities and people that are plus size and people that you know like i don't know and that's a, that's important but i just feel like it didn't feel like it didn't feel organic to yes me. it felt like she was she set out like it was more this is my fa- you know my favorite thing here whenever i'm talking about this stuff it it didn't feel inclusive it felt like she was trying to show diversity instead of being inclusive mm-hmm. you know and it sucks for me personally just because that was my favorite song. And yeah, I like it's my favorite song. It like dampened it for me. For it makes me bit. feel like I could do anything, bitch, whenever I listen to it. Yeah, yeah. Love the song. Love the fucking song, but I hate It's usually the other way around for me. Like, I'm like, whatever about a song, and then I'll mm-hmm. see the video, and I'm like, ooh. But now I'm like, uh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that's what I'm fucking listening to. And, you know, I'm still waiting on Taylor to drop whatever's coming next. I hope this bullshit don't delay it. I know. Y'all, while we're recording this, we're, like, fresh off the whole Scooter, Scott, Big Machine, Taylor thing. We're, like, days out from that. So, I don't know what has developed by the time by the time this oh, comes shit. up. Yeah. Whenever this goes we're up, I later, think, right? is the day of her Amazon Prime concert. Oh. Or it's the day before her Amazon Prime concert. So Alicia. I'm very interested to see how that's going to go. I hope she's okay. So I was seeing on Twitter today that random, like Amazon Prime was like randomly sending out invites to that. Yeah, I saw that my, too. <laughs> my email is like one of these, like my email for my Amazon account is like one of these old ass emails I had in like the 11th grade. And uh-huh. I have been like, terrified to check it. <laughs> Like, I only check it when something's wrong with, like, a package or something. I'm, yeah. like, terrified that I'm going to check it and there was, like, an invite and it expired by now. And I'm, I'm also terrified. Like, oh. I've been refreshing my email. I've been looking in my spam. I'm, like, terrified. I don't think it'll happen, though, because we've already got plans and the universe knows that. Please don't let Taylor fuck up our plans, but, like, also Taylor fuck up our plans. We, we, we're destined for a secret session one day, or, uh, or we're destined for something like that, like an invite from Taylor. I know. I, I, I just want to meet her. I know, me too. I said I fought the dragons for you with the Holly Scoop account yesterday. We, listen, we've been in the trenches, y'all. Felicia, I drug page six from (laughs) my employer's twitter account i love that i I, I mean did i really drag them i really just posed a question you didn't yeah you literally (laughs) said the facts the swifty said can you fucking read page six Mm -hmm. because that's how i felt i'm like did they fucking even read this shit they posted listen i've been like mask off bitch like i was not active on twitter (laughs) whenever the um kim kanye stuff went down so i'm ready to get my badge my purple heart you said, bitch, not today. <laughs> not on this here day, bitch. It was so funny because, like, Ricky, like, just, like, woke up or something and, like, texted the group chat, like, oh, my God, whoa. <laughs> Look at this. I said, girl, we have been hours into this. We are <laughs> oh. wiping the grit from our eyes and everything else, girl. <laughs> no. I'm like, we done been down and revived several times. I was like, mama, I was, like, laughing. I was like, Ricky literally just texted us about it. And I'm like, and I'm over here in the middle of fighting. And my mom's like, who are you fighting with? And I said, Justin Bieber. <laughs> Is she died laughing? (laughs) Literally me. Alicia, I want to know why Justin Bieber is not paying choreographers. Did you see that? Listen, Justin Bieber, this was his, he was, he was already on his last leg. 
here. Yeah, it's on his last ankle tendon. You know, he is a fan of Chris Brown, who beats women. That's the tea. And, uh, yeah. So, this was his final straw. I just want to know why. I mean, obviously, he got the money to pay the choreographer. He has the money. He's just a bitch. Put the shit in the envelope and mail it. Him and Scooter are just bitches. Venmo? Venmo, Felicia. Come on, that's instant. Venmo. He's a child who has had things handed to him since he was a child, and he thinks that he doesn't have to do anything. That's scary. I'm glad I wasn't brought up that way. Yeah, same. Because it sounds like he's got a lot of demons, and he got to watch them demons play out in the public eye. Well, my black ass talking about it every day. It's just annoying. And, like, people keep bringing up, like, oh, you know, he's got mental illness. He's got this and that. Yeah, but it doesn't give you an excuse to be a bad person. I agree. And at the end of the day, also, your ass got to go to work. Right. Where's the fucking music, bitch? I'm not here for it. You got all this money, top of the line therapist. Help help yourself heal and then get your ass back to work because people work. They work through their mental illnesses. Yeah. Everything is always an excuse. Like when the source comes out, it's always like, but his um his mental illness, blah 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 blah. So his mental illness caused him to try to meet up with Selena at Runyon Canyon at that one time mm-hmm. to stage a run in. His mental illness caused him to do that. Why he can't let her go? <sighs> I don't know, girl. I ain't with it. Me either. Whatever. Taylor I'm here for Taylor liking all the stuff on Tumblr. I'm here for yes. it. Yes. I love messy Taylor on Tumblr. Mm-hmm. Some MTT, messy, ta- messy Tumblr Taylor. I live for it. And I love, I, I haven't even entertained the ones that are all like, this 30-year-old white woman on uh, Tumblr liking these tweets. And I'm like, okay, here we go again about being 30 years old. So she's girl. just not supposed to feel any emotion because she's 30. She's supposed to be in a retirement home. Girl, you know she's supposed to be Granny Swift. Like, oh You know she's supposed, she's supposed to just roll on over. She's supposed to just hang up her fucking guitar, bitch. I can't wait till these people turn 25. Yo. They just know they gonna feel stupid. Yeah. You know what? I can't wait for us to meet Taylor and Taylor to just look at us and just be like, ain't them bitches stupid? Because <laughs> I know she, she gonna say it too loud, but uh-huh. she just gonna say it to us. Them bitches is stupid. So stupid. We, we just gonna look back at Taylor and Alice and stuff and be like, yeah, them bitches stupid, Taylor. And we gonna get this good ass picture though. But mm-hmm. like, I just feel like she just, she be looking at the at the Twitter screen like, this shit's stupid. Mm. Her power though. I'm ready for the cookies. I like Me oat too. milk. I'm ready for the fucking cookies. I can't wait. I'm ready. We've manifested this too long. We've been manifesting. That, like, I think, I mean, if I got to show up in court and, you know, speak the truth, yes, I did tweet these things from the Holly Scoop account. Yes, y'all are suing. If I have to get that attention so that Taylor can say, no, stop it, leave him. Mm-hmm. I'll do that. We'll do it. We'll, we're we're... The dragons, girl. Listen, we've got our uniforms on. We are ready to get the Purple Heart. Okay. Purple heart, no Justin. Mm. His purple ass. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay, so switching gears. Today, we are going to be talking to Miss Annie Delgato. We're super excited because she is a musician 
and she is going to talk to us about her new song, Galaxy, which is actually out today, today that you're listening to this. So please make sure you go and check it out, stream it. I've already pre-saved it on Spotify, so I know it's done popped up on my phone. Uh Uh-oh, I got mine on the Apple Music. (laughs) Yes, we've got all the platforms covered for Annie, Um, but... But yeah, so that's that's who we're going to be talking to today. We're super excited to get to know her a little bit better. And um, yeah, we'll be right back with Annie. All right, so we are back with Annie Delgado. Annie Delgado. <laughs> that's right. Thank you guys for having me. Thanks for being on here. We love your name, by the way. We keep saying Delgato. <laughs> thank you, <Yeah>. thank you. <laughs> uh, Cuban last name. Mm. So um, why don't you... Because this is our first time meeting you, and this is um, our audience's first time meeting you. So why don't you tell us just a little bit about yourself, Annie? Sure. Um, I am a singer. I am here in L.A. I just moved to L.A. from New York City. I was there for a little while, and Mm. I'm originally from Miami, Florida. Mm. And, yeah, it's been really fun to move around to a bunch of big cities. I initially moved to New York to study musical theater, and I kind of swerved and I realized pop music was my passion and that's what landed me here in LA. Hey, that's, that's dope. It's awesome that like you're open-minded enough to know that like you can be drawn to different sounds and energies. You know what I mean? That's cool. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when you're a creative person and I'm sure you guys can relate because you're creatives too, um, you kind of want to do everything and then finally you find your, your one passion and you hone in on it. Yeah, that's dope. Come on, Annie. That's right. <laughs> um, so how long have you been making music? Has it just been a thing that you've done since a ki- since you were a child? Yeah, definitely not um, not formally the whole time. But uh, I started performing when I was really young. My mom put me in dance when I was two. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went through the whole competitive dancing um, circuit as a kid and then in fourth grade this is kind of a funny reference but i saw freaky friday the remake with uh lindsay lohan yes excellent film i i think it was around fourth grade i don't i was a child Uh and i was like i want to be just like her i want a guitar i want to be in a rock band i had that same experience i got a guitar (laughs) yes i'm glad i'm not alone (laughs) dyed my hair red put some blonde in my hair i wanted to look just like her (laughs) Yes, Lindsay Lohan inspiring young girls everywhere. Uh But I, um, yeah, I got a guitar and I got a notebook and I started just kind of writing songs. Um, And from there, I continued and I continued. And then when I was in high school, I was kind of trying to figure out what to do with my life. And I really wanted to perform in some way. And for some reason, musical theater seemed more realistic, Mm -hmm. uh, which is kind of funny considering it's also not really the most stable career path. But that's what I went for. Um, and shortly after I realized that I really need to go after music. So that's where I'm at. Cool. And look at you. You are really going after it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Ellie's been kind to me. So oh, good. how that's... long have you been there? Uh, since September. So just oh, under a year. Nice. Brand new. Mm. <laughs> wow. LA is like such a big... Like, it's a small city, I guess, but, like, it's so big at the same yeah. time. 
You yeah, know there's what I mean? parts I don't see like in my day to day. And I mm. remember like, oh, I live in LA. I should go see these places. <laughs> That's literally me all the time. Like unless <laughs> Felicia like is visiting me here, like I don't really come out of like my part of town. But like I'm trying <laughs> to branch out more. I'm trying to get my Dora the Exploradora on and, yes. and see what's going on. It's tough with the traffic, but you know, there's cool parts. I love like the east side, Silver Lake and everything. Mm. I haven't done nearly enough exploring out there i'm um, on the west side in santa monica mm, wow i used to work over in santa monica it's really beautiful over there it's yeah it's definitely stunning and it's a change of pace from new york where i used to live i was kind of in it all the time so it's nice to be out of it yeah new york is like fast paced it's like yeah. everyone is like sprinting and on the go and it's cold Definitely. <laughs> I feel like I retired in some ways when I moved to LA. I was like, oh my God, like I can chill. This is like a little vacation. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> so Annie, I want to ask you, who who are you like inspired by musically? Uh, there's definitely a big combination. I'd say my first influences were like an even mix between, uh, I grew up listening to Cuban music. I'm Cuban, obviously. So uh, a lot of Latin music that I heard. And then my dad is big into classic rock. So I love like Led Zeppelin. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, mm -hmm. I was inspired by all the divas of uh, the early 2000s that were making music. Then I really was inspired by Taylor Swift's songwriting style as a teen. Yes. Really looked up to it. And I still do. I still think she's like a solid songwriter. We and, love Taylor um, here. <laughs> yeah. We live she's for that so girl good. here. We're she's big so Swifties. Good. <laughs> Yes. Okay, good. I'm glad. I know like in, in the past years, it's been controversial, but I stand strong in my in my swiftiness. Same. Um, us too. We talk about literally Taylor us. all the time. I like literally almost every single episode. She seems like such an angel. Actually, I was uh, with my producer in the studio and he was telling me stories about her from from tour because oh, wow. he went on tour with her back in back when the Jonas Brothers and her were touring mm. together. And I like, I just was like, oh my God, like, I can't believe you just like had a casual conversation with her. It's wild. That would but, be the dream. Yeah. yeah Taylor Swift. Um, and I love Ariana Grande. I'm, I'm probably mm -hmm. most obsessed with her right now. Yeah. I wouldn't say my music's like hers, but I love her. Yeah. Mm. Well, you got some good inspirations. That's right. <laughs> so um, you have a new song coming out. Um, the day that this podcast is going up, I think is the same day. Oh, perfect. Your song is coming out. So, um, uh -huh. and you mentioned your producer, who is PJ Bianco. Bianco. Um, yeah. And uh, do you want to talk about working with him a little bit? Is it him? Yeah. Sorry. Him. He, no <laughs> I worries. just want to make sure. <laughs> you never know, honestly. Because PJ. Can be anybody. Yeah. Um, he is awesome, incredible. I uh, lucked out when I moved here to LA and met my manager, Jeff Gordon. Um, Jeff's great, and he knew PJ Bianco. So he introduced me to PJ just to kind of vibe. I was like inter uh, interviewing a bunch of different producers to see who I would end up doing a song with. And I was being really precious and, and picky about who I was going to work with because I consider this like my debut. Yeah. So I met PJ and immediately I vibed with him. I'm also half Italian or a quarter Italian and he's Italian from like the New York, New Jersey area. Mm -hmm. So we immediately we were like, oh, my God, like we're both Italian. So maybe that's part of it. But he was really amazing throughout this whole process. And um, he really in the music industry, a lot of producers try and get you to write towards a brand that they think that you're good for or sound. And that was happening to me. 
for about a full year and I kind of was losing sight of what my own style was, you know, mm-hmm. without anybody's input. And PJ said to me, just go um, write with your guitar. Don't think about genre. Don't think about anything. Like if a country song comes out, a country song comes out, like whatever comes out of you comes out of you. And then we'll go from there. So I sent him about 10 songs um, that I had written and we actually ended up picking like the first one that I sent him, which was Galaxy. Nice. And from there, it was a really fast process. We just got in the studio. We cut the song in about two, two, three hours. And mm. that's that. Nice. Well, I'm super excited to hear Galaxy. And I'm very excited to see the music video because it sounds like it could probably be just with the name Galaxy. Galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see all the stars. The music video. Oh, I oh. promise. I might even be a star in the music video. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So are I mean you that literally too? <laughs> I love that. That's so fun. Um, so I'm seeing the whole Taylor inspiration <laughs> with the whole, you know, yeah. just getting the guitar and just writing what you're feeling. I love that. Yeah, that's how I started writing too. But you know, it's like the industry changing and um you know with technology and stuff people just want to throw throw you a track and tell you to write to it but I really appreciated him trusting me to just go home by myself be in my feelings and like write something and that's what happened that's so Mm. cool and um can you tell us a little bit what galaxy might be about yeah um galaxy it's kind of about three things and they all kind of come together. There was a, a night, um, I got dumped once the oh. night before my birthday. Oh. And I was out with a friend and she was like, you are your own galaxy, giving me a pep talk because, you know, it was one of those sad birthdays. And she's like, you're your own galaxy. You know, you have everything you need. And for a while, that's what it was about for me. And I kind of sat with this idea of, you know, being enough. And that's a common thread. Like people say that enough you are enough. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's what really made it real to me. And then I met, um, you know, a new love interest, if you will. Mm -hmm. And I, I realized I could be everything that I was without, you know, sacrificing anything, and still be with this person. And he could be everything that he was. And together, we were kind of like two galaxies, stars colliding. Um, And then it took on a bigger meaning too. I was at um, Coachella actually watching people dance and mm-hmm. I just thought it was so beautiful the way people connect with each other. And um, sometimes people get ugly, you know, and life gets ugly, but when people are totally connecting and they're not worried about, you know, your differences and mm-hmm. you're just enjoying one another, I find it so beautiful. And I feel like that reminded me of a galaxy too. So I yeah, that. It's, that is so dope you can literally find inspiration in the most like random of places like literally coachella yeah yeah Coachella. that's awesome yeah no definitely i just think it's about what makes you feel infinite and it sometimes it's yourself sometimes Mm -hmm. it's your best friend sometimes it's your love sometimes it's just a stranger that is kind to you so yeah Mm. i love that that makes me so excited to hear the song (laughs) Yeah, I'm ready to hear yeah. this hit. Yeah. I'll send you guys a sneak peek. Ooh, oh, yes. Oh, I about, I'm ready to sneak some peeks. <laughs> <laughs> Annie, what's your favorite thing to write about? Um, My favorite thing to write about... Probably love, even though it sounds a little cliche. I just think there's so many kinds of love mm-hmm. that you can write about. Mm. Sometimes, you know, love 
like I said, love for your friends, love for a perfect stranger and stuff. I think there's so many nuances. Mm. Go off. We both love, 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 so I totally oh, yes. get that. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we are some fans of love over here. <laughs> I'm also a hopeless romantic, so definitely yeah. through my angsty teen years, I was, you know, writing all sorts of, like, love and heartbreak songs. Mm-hmm. And, Me. You know, they found their way. <laughs> um, who would be your, like, dream collaboration? It can be, like, music-wise or producing-wise or writing-wise. Hmm. I have been obsessed with Benny Blanco's songs for a while now. Oh, yeah, he's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I love that he's an artist and also a producer. So, you know, whatever way the cookie crumbles, I'd be super stoked to work with him. And probably Ariana, too, Mm -hmm. because I'm so so obsessed with her. She's so cool. Are you going to her tour or did you go to her tour? I saw her at Coachella, and then mm-hmm. I was like, oh, maybe it would be overkill to go to the tour. And then I just texted my boyfriend today, and I was like, we're going to her de- December 21st <laughs> show in L.A. Like, it's yeah. happening. and that's the last yeah. day of the, the tour, so that will be... I know. That's going to be spectacular. Yeah. It'll be epic. I, like, was standing near her brother at Coachella, actually, and I was hyperventilating. Oh, and I'm Frankie. never that person oh. that gets, like, starstruck, but I was like, ah. <laughs> oh, I love oh, that. Oh, me too. <laughs> So, um, were you in a band? I was. Uh, when I lived in New York, uh-huh. um, when I first got there, I was in an experimental rock band called Doctor Medicine. Oh, how Whoa. cool! <laughs> yeah. Do you find it easier, like working in a band, or just working sort of solo? Um, I'd say the short answer is solo because you kind of get to call all your own shots. In a band, it's hard because um, there's no clear chief. You know, mm. and it's it's a weird dynamic to work out sometimes. Sometimes it works out that, you know, one person wants to be the head of it and everybody else is cool with being, um, you know, the followers and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, from from a different perspective, it's a little bit easier because then you have five people in, in the band to push you and to, you know, market you and get the word out there. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, when you're solo, you're doing everything by yourself. But I, I've definitely found it easier to be on my own. Mm. Yeah. That's interesting. I like that. Yeah, yeah I definitely miss um, being in a band because it was fun to just get in a room and jam with a bunch of people. But now that's just called collaboration in the like solo pop industry. Yeah. <laughs> huh. So I you, like that. you said you play guitar. Are you playing guitar on some of these upcoming this upcoming song or any upcoming songs? Do you plan to do that in your solo career? I definitely want to integrate um, guitar. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm going for the the pop market, so my first song definitely is more electronic heavy because that's mm-hmm. just what's happening in the industry right now. But once I'm fortunate enough to make an album, I would love to have like a quieter song on there where I'm just playing guitar and it's just stripped down guitar and vocals. So mm. that's kind of how I started. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Go back to your roots. That's right. <laughs> um, I would. I want to ask you something. Okay, so imagine. Well, not imagine. Of course, there's gonna be someone that hears this. And it's like, wow, I want to kind of be like Annie Delgado and write my own songs and like get started. What would you kind of like tell someone? Like, what's the advice you would give to someone that kind of wants to be a great, excellent pop artist? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, this has kind of happened before on Instagram. I have a lot of like younger girl followers and um, 
I had it's it's tough to be like in that position sometimes and I'm sure like this I've only seen a little bit of it but when I see a lot of it it's a little intimidating but I think that the biggest thing to do is to make music every single day no matter what is going on in your life no matter how tired you are I mean when you're a an independent artist you've got another job you've got you know thing life things but I always make sure and I have always made sure to sit down with my notebook and my guitar at least once a day because it's kind of just a numbers game you know and you do have to like actively learn and stuff but if you write more songs you become a better songwriter and mm. if you sing more you become a better singer you know as long as you're learning and you're you're being intuitive and you know listening to what's happening so i just say consistency just keep writing because a lot mm. of people get caught up in like the hustle of instagram followers and get caught up in the hustle of the business side of it but it's really important to you know like really base your foundation in the actual craft of doing it yeah you got to perfect your craft before you try to sell it to people that's right mm. that's right well, look at you, Annie Delgado. You really got a brain. <laughs> I love that about you. Thank you. I I definitely have always been. Uh, I was definitely a little nerd during high school, but I I like it. I like being intellectual. I love. Hey, that. I live for it. Yes. <laughs> so, what can we look forward to, um, Annie? Tell us. Do you have any? thing you can kind of tease us with or tell us like what you're working towards or anything like that yeah I mean this next month is going to be crazy I have my song coming out on July 12th mm -hmm. um, I have my music video coming out a few weeks after um, excuse me that's a doorbell uh, I have let's see what else do I have coming oh I have a show I have a show on um, July 27th oh yeah uh, next month and then after that, I'm really just trying to release music as consistently as I can. So you have a show, is it in L.A.? Yeah, the show's in L.A. It's at the Ivar um, okay. on Hollywood. Okay, cool. And Ivar. That's yeah. so exciting. Wow. Yeah, I'm really excited. It's a huge venue. It's I think it's like 400 people. Um, so, yeah, everybody should come out to that. Yeah. Well, if you're in the L.A. area, you better hop in your hoopty and make it on down to Hollywood yeah. and see Annie Delgado sing yeah. some songs. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm super excited for it. Performing is probably my favorite part of being an artist. So mm. I'm super excited mm. to have a song to get out there and promote. Awesome. Well, that is so exciting. Well, and I'm excited for you. Me too. You got a good head on your shoulders, I feel like. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. So is there anything else, Courtney, you wanted to ask or Annie you wanted to say before we end the recording? I'm good, Annie. You blew me away, girl. I know. Oh, thank you, guys. I'm good, too. Well, Annie, thank you so much for coming on Over Her in the Pantry. Yes. Uh... Thank you guys for having me again. It was so fun talking to you. Yes, it was so fun. Hopefully, we'll get to meet in person. One oh, my God, yes. Yes, I hope so. Yeah. You come visit LA. <laughs> yes, yes, for sure. Hello, this is Felicia editing. <laughs> I just realized that we never told y'all bye. So <laughs> I just wanted to um, say before the end of this podcast, thank you for listening as always. Um, like we said, right now we are currently at VidCon. So make sure you're following us both on Twitter, Instagram, so you can get all of the live updates <laughs> of what we're up to. And um Make sure you're subscribed so you are always the first notified when the podcast goes live. 
um, we will see you next week for a very VidCon-filled episode. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye!